Good morning and good afternoon, guys. Welcome to today's episode. I hope you'll all enjoy today's episode. Please give it a like, hit that subscribe button, and please share. As I mentioned in the first podcast, I will be doing some readings, which I hope you'll all like. I hope you'll all like this one. This one is my personal favorite and my own book as well. It is called A Road to Nowhere. You can find it on our website or you can head over onto Amazon and find it there as well. I'm sorry about the last episode, guys. That one was a little crappy. My voice was too quiet and the music was a little loud. I will do better this time. And as a bonus, I will do two chapters. So I will start with chapter one of A Road to Nowhere. Hurry up, man. We're going to be late. Sean grumbled to his best friend. Since when are you worried about the time? His friend asked him as he slowly admired his looks in the mirror. I'm not worried about the time. I just want you to hurry up. Sean heaved. There was a new movie out that week and they wanted to get the best seats. They thought that the best seats were in the front even though it was a big screen. Sean stood there for at least five minutes waiting for his friend to hurry up. Are we going to stand here all night with you staring at me like that? Come on, let's go, man. His friend replied. Sean was about to reply but caught himself and didn't want to say anything. You're weird, you know that? You're the one that was standing in front of the mirror. I wasn't. They both laughed as they walked downstairs. They were silent as they walked past the kitchen with Sean's mother in there. They didn't say a word until they left the house. The breeze was slow and calm and drifted in and out. There was something about the stillness that seemed to have drifted out that evening. The sky switched from a sky blue to an evening pink. Quickly as it came, the color faded only into a dark color that everyone always ignored. As soon as they got to the theater, they quickly got their stuff and went to the room where the movie was playing. Someone quickly passed by, coming from the wrong direction, and almost bumped into them. Oops. Sorry. They quickly ran into the other direction. Finally, they got their seats, and as soon as they sat, they waited for the movie to end. They went and watched another movie and left after it finished. There was small talk between them. How did he like the movie? His friend replied. Mm, wasn't too bad. Did he like it? Kind of, sort of. Got boring in the end. Yeah, just sort of just dragged on in the end. Sean agreed with him. The other movie that we watched was better. Oh yeah, probably because it was scarier. They laughed at the small joke. Their talk turned to a small hum that sounded like two mosquitoes that were waiting for the right time to sting. It lingered in the air for a while and drifted off. As they drove off, Sean thought that they were being followed, as he saw a car drive behind them. He quickly faked a turn, only to find that the car wasn't following them at all. What did you do that for? Sean answered, looking behind them, only to find no one there. Looked like someone was following us. He stared through the rearview mirror once more and saw that no one was following them. There was a moment of silence between them. Some night, huh? His friend thought aloud. Sean quickly agreed with him. The car that was behind them sped into the night. 
without a trace of heat trailing behind, and without a car in front or behind him, the car made its way through into the night. He grabbed a tight hold onto the steering wheel as his hands were losing grip. He was glad that he lost the wailing noise of the siren as the police were after him. He remembered taking his ex-girlfriend's car after she dumped him. Now she was after him again, only to get her car back. He knew that she was never going to get it. There wasn't a chance she was ever going to get it back, not in a million years. He followed the car in front of him, keeping a good distance away from the car. The car finally slowed down a bit, turned a corner, and stopped in the front of the first house. After the car had left, he turned the corner to watch one of his ex-girlfriends who stopped in the driveway and started crying. He didn't like seeing her like that. He got out of his car and walked up to her. He smiled warmly at her. She looked up at him and recognized his face and backed away from him. She looked around her to see if there was anyone watching. She ran towards her house, trying to unlock the door as quickly as she could. Seeing her run, he knew that she made a mistake. He made a change of plans as he went after her, trying to get a hold of her. She tried struggling in his grasp. Each time she did, his grip only just tightened around her. She tried screaming, only she couldn't because he had one hand on her mouth that kept tightening around her. She moved under his grasp, trying to kick him where it hurts, but he knew what she was up to, and his reflexes were only fast enough to catch her body movements. He dragged her away from the door as the lights inside were put on too late, and led them the way to his car. She could do nothing but wait until the cops and her parents could only find her. She was desperate and in need to scream, only she couldn't because he wouldn't let her. The next morning, Sean was too tired to get out of bed. His alarm rang in the morning to wake him up. Instead, he hit the snooze button hard and dragged himself deeper into the bed. It was only the day he had off of work, and he had just wanted to sleep in. He was in a heavy sleep that he didn't feel the covers slip off of him. He tried grabbing the covers, but he only grabbed thin air. He dropped his arm and forgot about the covers. With one arm dangling on one side of the bed and his other arm on his chest, he snored away forgetting about everything that happened in the last couple of days. He felt his cat moving beside him and snuggled beside his head. At the same moment, he felt ice-cold water splash him in the face. He tried waking up to see what was going on. When he opened his eyes, more water was splashed on him again. Hey, come back here, Sean cried. He tried untangling himself as he got up. He just got tired doing that. When he was finally out of the mess, he ran after his cousin. He stumbled after him and tripped as he stepped out of the doorway. His cousin just stood there laughing at him, holding the cat squirmed in his arms and meowed loud. Finally, he let the cat go and it ran back into Sean's room. Just as Sean was about to get up, his cousin pushed him from behind and he fell down. 
I am so going to get you one day, so you better watch your back, Sean cried. Ooh, I'm so scared. His cousin made a face at him. Sean just made a face back at him. Just then his mom came walking in the hallway to see what the commotion was all about. Sean looked up to see his mom was all dolled up for something or someone. What are you doing there sitting on the floor? Get up and get dressed. His mom was shocked at as she saw him sitting on the floor not getting up. For what, your wedding? Sean replied looking at his mom. What are you doing dressed up like that? I hope you're not planning on going anywhere with someone. Are you? Sean contradicted his mom. He got up and faced her. Are you? I don't have time for this, Sean. And yes, I am going somewhere and that is none of your business. Why not? I mean, it is actually my business and I want to know where you're going. Sean was almost shouting. He was definitely awake. He stood up and glared his mom down. You are not the man of this house, and you know that. She stared blankly downstairs, not wanting to look at him. Oh, and exactly who is, Mom? Tell me, because I can just go around every neighborhood and ask the dozens of men if they are the man of this house. So I want to know exactly where you are going. Sean's cousin stood in the hallway, barely listening to their conversation. I don't have time for this. Please move. I have a meeting that I have to go to, and I am going to be late. She stared blankly, continuously at the floor. She didn't want to look at him in in the face when he got angry. It just made her sad. He didn't move out of her way. He stood there for less than a minute, not even thinking. Really? You have a meeting, huh? Sean stormed into his room, quickly put his clothes on that he wore the day before, not caring. He stared at his mom for a moment and stormed out, slamming the front door behind him. His mom stood there shaking in her high heels. She went back to her room and stared at herself in the mirror. Her eyes were streaked with mascara and eyeshadow. Her face was plump with blush. She didn't like seeing Sean depressed that way. She didn't even like looking at the side of him when he got angry. She hoped that he wasn't going to do anything stupid like he usually does. She cried deep inside and the pain was hurting, where it always hurts. She looked back into the mirror again to see that her eyes were bloodshot. Aunt Rose, are you okay? She turned towards the door and smiled at him. I'm fine, sweetie. Why don't you go to the neighbor's house and play there for a while? Her voice trembled a bit. He didn't object, so he left with a still smile. She watched him leave with a small frown on his face. She sat there in front of her mirror, deciding whether or not if she should leave. She knew that Sean always got back into his regular mood. She took on that dreary look once again before she went to the bathroom to fix her makeup and quickly left without leaving a note to Sean. Chapter 2 Inside, the lights were packed bright, footsteps pounded on the stairs, the shouts and laughter bounced off the walls. Bye, Mom, Heather shouted. Bye, sweetie, be careful. When I go upstairs, I expect to see those lights turned off in your rooms, her mom shouted. Their laughter rang again. Heather walked quickly towards the car and jumped in. 
About time, man. Thought you were never going to come. Josh replied. Why wouldn't I come? I would never miss this concert for anything. Heather laughed. Yeah, right. Sean, who was always in his upbeat mood, had a very weary look on his face. What's up with you, man? Josh asked him. Sean just ignored him and tried to ignore everything. He reached up in the front and blared the car with music to drown out his mother's voice in his head. David stare, stared at him through the rearview mirror with a look that knew what was going on. When they reached the stadium, they could see from the parking lot that it was already packed. They quickly jogged their way up to try to get to their seats. Who is the best band in the world? Josh cried. Westlife! Sean, David, and Billy shouted. They all laughed happily. Others turned to see what the commotion was. David and Tracy walked behind their friends. David held on to Tracy's hand and smiled at her. When they reached the stadium, it was already packed. Some of them stayed behind with a good view. The others made their way to the front. David stayed silent for a while and held on to Tracy's hand as he led them to their spots right in front by the stage. Did anybody see David and Tracy? Billy shouted over the noise. Who cares about them anyways? Sarah screamed. They all looked at her and at each other and just shook their heads. They looked around to see if they were anywhere. They didn't bother looking for them, so they forgot about them and enjoyed the concert. They were all into the concert that they forgot about the time and didn't know exactly what time the concert had ended. They only wished that the concert went on all night. Once they left, they were still psyched about it. Sean and Josh still wondered where David and Tracy were. Who cares? At least we got to dr drive all night without Tracy whining about going home early for no reason. Sarah said bitterly. They all stared at her. Heather silently agreed with her. Even though Heather liked Tracy, she didn't want Sarah to know because she didn't want to choose over whom she liked the best. Heather put a small smile on her face when she saw Tracy and David walking far behind them. Their conversation was erupted with laughter. They turned to see them trailing behind. Did you see the look on his face when I asked him that? David laughed. Yeah, he looked like he wanted to punch you. Tracy laughed hard. I agree. Let me see the picture. Tracy couldn't stop laughing. What were you trying to do? I don't know. It got messed up. I took another picture. It turned better. See? He switched to the next picture. That's better. I like that one better. They slowed their pace and stared at the pictures. Wait. Go back. What? I love this picture. You know why? Why? Because I took it. She waved her hands on the front of the camera and gently touched the screen. There was a long moment of silence. David stared at Tracy with a soft smile on his face while she looked through the other pictures. He wrapped his arms around her. I love you, you know that? Yes, I do. Tracy replied. He brought his lips to hers and kissed her softly. Tracy went back to the first picture and just laughed. You're so weird, you know that? I know, it's the best compliment that I got so far. 
wasn't meant to be. They turned to see David and Tracy walking up to them. Where were you guys? Billy wondered. We were in the front. Too bad you guys weren't there with us. David shouted and smiled at them. Sean, who was quiet the whole time, just smiled at them and their enthusiasm. Sean knew exactly where they were. He got them their tickets and their seats were in the front. He also got them backstage passes. No one knew but him and Heather. They both ran towards the car and laughed at each other. As they got in, they waited for their friends who were walking as slow as ever. You guys are so slow, hurry up! David cried when they reached the car. When they all got in, they screamed their loudest until their until heads were turned from all directions and Billy had to plug his ears. What the hell was that for? What's wrong with you guys? Josh, who was sitting beside Sarah, screamed the loudest out of all of them. She had to plug her, her ears. What is wrong with you? Can't have a little fun? Josh taunted him. Sarah and Heather looked at each other and just shook their heads. Now that was a concert, don't you think? Josh replied in the back. Hell yeah, man. David watched him in the rearview mirror. The stereo was tuned up and blared all night as they drove around until they got tired. Tracy began to grow tired afterwards, and the rest of them all grew tired. Sarah just rolled her eyes at them and just, and pretended her eyes were began to droop. Do you want to go somewhere after this? Sarah leaned in towards Heather, who covered a yawn with the back of her hand. It's really late, and I promised my mom I'd be home as soon as the concert finished. Heather looked at her. She wasn't trying to be mean. She was telling the truth. She watched Sarah roll her eyes at her and drew away from her. When David stopped by her house to drop, off, drop her off, she jumped out before he could even stop. When she was out of earshot, they all blew a sigh of relief. What's wrong with her? Josh asked. Billy looked like he was about to cry. I really don't know. That was all he said and everything grew calm for them. They were happy and upbeat and relieved that they went to the concert. It was a lot better for Heather and, and Tracy now that Sarah was gone. They were just glad that they were having the best time of their life. Until then, the music and the laughter was the only thing that brightened up the darkness. I hope you all liked both chapters today. I did my best in reading both chapters. If you'd like, you can leave a comment and what you think of, about chapter 1 and chapter 2. Thank you all for listening, and I really hope you enjoyed both chapters. And I hope you'll join me in the next episode. Hit that subscribe button, give it a like, and please share. And thank you for joining. And I hope you all have a wonderful morning and afternoon. And please come back for the next episode if you like this one. Thank you.